Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on now, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got what? Radio show. Man, what you doing with it? Trying to do the very, very best I can with it. I really am, you know. I get tired sometimes on, on my journey. I'm, I'm not going to kid you. Um, um. Trying to make something out of yourself is 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 a task. Um, if if you want to attempt to do something, and 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 understand going in that that the, if the thing you're trying to do is to improve yourself, to better your position, to better your relationship, your family, anything you're trying to be a better you, you're trying to make more money. You're trying to get it together. You're trying to change. If any of those things are in your hopes and dreams, know this right here. You are about to face some challenges. But you might as well go ahead anyway and face those challenges because if you don't, you have a whole nother set of challenges to face. You know, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, man, how people sit around and they watch other people strike out to become successful. And they sit in the stands watching these people play out these games and they and they and they criticize, they boo, they laugh at their efforts and everything. And they talk about the failures. He missed that game winning shot, boy, he sucked. Man, he did this, he ain't worth that. I hear people who sit in stands, who criticize people who are out there on the playing field. Now, when you're on the playing field, 
you have a set of challenges in front of you. You're going to be open to criticism. You're going to be open to ridicule. You're going to be talked about when you don't know the people who are talking about you. Now, here's the upside to being the player on the field that's facing all the challenges, the criticisms, the laughing, the joke, the being talked about. He has something going for him. This person, boy, woman, child, girl, man, has an opportunity to win. They have an opportunity to win. And in the game of life, just because you lose one of the games or you lose one of the matches, it don't mean you've lost. You don't get put out. You keep playing. And when you're playing, here's the upside. You have the opportunity to win. And But guess what? You're going to win some of the matches. You're going to win some of the points. You're going to make some of the dunks. You're going to hit some of them over the wall. You're going to hit some out the park. You're going to score some goals. You will if you're playing the game. Here's the problem with the people who don't face criticism, who nobody boos or cheers for, who sits in the stands and knows neither victory nor defeat. Those people, without realizing it, are facing a set of challenges also. And the challenges they're facing is how I'm going to live with myself. What I'm going to do now. What direction am I going in? Where am I going to live? Wonder what job will hire me. Wonder if I can get paid for criticizing. Oh, woe is me. I can't find the purpose in my life. And man, I'm just waking up in a state of confusion. I don't know what to do. Now, let me ask you something. Which one of them set of challenges you'd rather be faced with? Because if I'm on the floor playing, if I'm on the field playing, if I'm out on the court playing, then guess what? I got a chance at winning. But guess what I'm doing every day while I'm playing? I'm strategizing. I'm waking up with a purpose. I'm waking up trying to come up with another angle. I'm in pursuit of a goal every single day versus the people in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. Get in the game. Face the challenges. Better yourself, better your wife, better your children, better your condition, better your employment status, better your job, better your career. Take a shot. Come on, man. What you waiting on? Because the alternative is to watch other people play the game. You know what I just do sometimes? Sometimes I just, I get Forbes magazine or Money magazine or sometimes I still grab a copy of the Rob Report. I just flip through it just to see. I used to get these this book called Unique Homes. Unique Homes is a magazine that just has a lot of extravagant houses that's on sale across the country, across the world. I used to just flip through, man. Let me just see, man, what the people that's playing the game out there doing. Stop watching other people become successful when you could very easily be you if you make the decision 
But when you make the decision to become successful, get ready for a series of challenges. I think it's more difficult not to accept the challenge. I think it's, for me, this is just for me, it may not be the case for you. For me, I think it's far more difficult to wake up and just see how life gonna go today. Cause man, it could just deal you any kind of hand today. You understand? I, I don't like, you know, spades. Let, let's talk card game, for example. The game of spades, really man, it ain't a whole lot you can do if you don't get no spades. Really? It's a little couple of little strategies you got to do, but you can have all this ace, king, queen, diamond all you want, but, man, you ain't got no spades. They cutting them. You're in trouble. Be it whist, different game. You can create what's in your hand. You got dealt a hand, too, but you can create a hand. You can call a trump. You can make diamonds your spades. You can make hearts or clubs your spades. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. You can do something with it. It's a different game, man. I, you can strategize. I would rather have a say-so in my life than to wake up every day and just see how it's going. I think it's more difficult to not accept the challenge to be something than it is to accept the challenge to be something. I think it's more difficult to sit around and not be nothing. I think it's harder to watch everybody's life going somewhere but mine. I think it would be very difficult for me to sit here and hear them talking about other people and never mention my name. It would be difficult for me to see everybody rise and getting promotions except me. I, that would be difficult for me. I, it may not be for you, but for me it would be quite challenging. I would rather accept the challenge of making something out of my life than to sit there and criticize those and then watch and see how my life just may go. Okay? Just a thought today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about to go down. If I were you, this is what I would do. Call your mama now. Tell them Steve Harvey got a radio show and his own right now. Like right now. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve, right now. Right now. Carla Pharrell. Right now. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? The bubbly... Toe curling. Junior. Oh, y'all missed this. Y'all oh, did oh, yeah, Y'all missed yeah, this. Oh. I'll tell y'all in a minute. Junior, what's up? Morning, Unc. Yes, he is. Oh. <laughs> uh, J. Anthony Brown. Woo-hoo! What up, Steve Harvey? Watch out there now. Top of the morning to you, man. Thomas Miles. Yes, sir. Uncle Steve. What it do, what it do. Shirley Carla Jr. <laughs> and J. Well, the reason I'm calling him and what you all missed was the strawberry uh, letter yesterday. A yeah. woman wrote in anonymously at first, wouldn't say who it was. She has uh-huh. this man that she's never met and is she a fool? She's fallen in love with him and has never met him. But the sound of his voice makes her toes curl. She was talking about Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Junior, say something. And I said, hey, Junior. Yeah, uh. <laughs> mm. that right there. You said, huh? Yeah, that's that toe curl. That's toe curl. I'm talking about right now. I'm, I'm popping big toenails off right now. <laughs> okay, she's listening, Junior, right now. What what well, do you have to say? Junior, you know what will really do it for her? If you sing some Jodeci, man. Oh, see, she, yeah. she ain't going to be able to handle that because if I just talk, her toes curl. Uh-huh. Now, forever, my now lady. if I Same. sing, yeah. oh, it's, come on, Junior. Come on. 
Take my money. <laughs> my house and my car. Yes, Come on, boy. Our, uh, For a hit <laughs> of you. Sing to the West Bank. You can have it all. <laughs> hey. Cause making love. Yeah. Every time we do. Girl is worse than drugs. Yeah. Cause I'm an addict for you. It drives me crazy. I can't leave you alone. You got me fiending. Yeah. Got me fiending for you. I can't leave you alone. Well, everything she got, Curly. You got me fiending. <laughs> hey, Junior, she curling her hair right fiending now. Fiending for you. Said I'm feeling for you. Boy, boy, you making her toes, toenails retract. Mind. All I do is for you. Well, thank you, Junior. Girl, I know right now she in a ball. <laughs> Coming up at 32 after the hour. That was greatness, Junior. Jay Anthony is too. Uh, <laughs> part two, part two of something politically funny. The second oh night of the Democratic God. National oh Debate was last night in Miami. We will talk about it right after this. I will tell you this. Kamala killed it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so last night in Miami was part two of 10 Democratic presidential hopefuls who shared a stage to try and convince America why they are the best choice to challenge President Trump in the 2020 election. They talked about middle class taxes, climate change, defeating Trump. Take a listen when Kamala Harris challenged Joe Biden on his past opposition Uh on busing. Check this out. It was hurtful. To hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. It's a mischaracterization of my position across the board. I did not praise racist. That is not true, number one. Number two, if we want to have this campaign litigated on who supports civil rights and whether I did or not, I'm happy to do that. I was a public defender. I didn't become a prosecutor. I came out and I left a good law firm to become a public defender. Number two, as the U.S., as, excuse me, as the uh, a vice president of the United States, I work with a man who, in fact, we worked very hard to see to it we dealt with these issues in a major, major way. Also, take mm-hmm. a listen when Kamala shut it down uh, with everyone talking at the same time. Check this out. Senator Harris, Mary, Senator Harris, Mary, I'm so sorry. We will let all of you speak. Senator, Senator Harris, Senator Harris, please, we will let you all speak. Senator Harris. You can't afford to wait for evolution on these issues. Hey, guys, you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. Yes. Whoa. All right, now. All right. 
So, step on in there, girl. The best ad libs are written down, man. She was waiting to put that one out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she knew it was going to happen, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Wow. I yeah. I mean, so that's much how for you us get... trying to put her and Biden together. So much for us trying to do that. Well, that maybe he could like be that, that, VP again. But you know what? It could her... still happen, though, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he could be her VP, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Steve. Well, and Bernie, Bernie had some moments too. So mm-hmm. obviously, like you said last night, Steve, it was going to be you know, or the night before last. It was mm-hmm. going to be about these three, you know, Harris, yeah. well, Sanders, and Biden. I understand mm-hmm. everybody's trying to get the nod, right? Yeah, they're all running for the presidency, not for the vice presidency. Mm-hmm. But we also have got to understand something very critical here as a party. This circular firing squad, that's, this is dangerous. So Say it again. What do you mean now? Say this that again. circular, you know, a firing squad is usually one person up against the wall and everybody else over there with a gun. Right, right. Well, what we're doing now is we all got a gun and we're standing in a circle. Oh. Now, when somebody holler fire, who, who going to be left standing? Well, I, That's I, the I, problem I, with the circular firing squad. And when you do these things like this, this is what we end up with. And I just don't know how we're going to get to what we need to. We need the pair that's going to bring down Trump and Pence. That's what you need. That's the objective. Now, the people with the money who back these campaigns, Mm -hmm. they need to start getting this message crossed. Or else, imagine, imagine a circular firing squad. Do you know what that is, man? Set, take aim, fire. We're in a circle, partner. Everybody gonna get hit. <laughs> but okay. don't you think this is, yeah. you know, this was the first two debates, and there are about maybe, I think, 10 or 11 more, more Yeah. that yeah. are yeah, scheduled like, oh. before, you know, we it's get to it. A lot of so, yeah. Yeah, but, and then yeah. they, you see what I'm saying? And Steve then when they like, pick the final two, then they'll have more debates. Yeah, this is just the and, beginning and debate, of the debate beginning. season. Yeah. In a debate like this, you have to make a name for yourself. And the only way to do it, and I know it's a firing squad, is go after the top guy. Yeah. You have to go after the top guy. If not, he stands alone. And I thought what she did was great, which is a straight out of Trump's book. That's what Trump did. He yeah. started Doing shooting down everybody yeah. in there, calling them names, taking them out, making them weak. The one who hits first, in this case, is the winner. I mean, I know it looks wrong, it looks bad that they're all fighting against yeah, each other. Yeah, it looks bad. Jay. But that's all she had to do. There was no, I don't think there was any other way she could go. Well, I'm in not terms knocking. Of a name for I'm not her, knocking her. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this isn't a knock on her at all. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the food fight line was absolutely was perfect, great, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. This is not a knock on her. But as we try to position ourselves, we have to remember the ultimate goal. And the Democratic Party knows this. You have to put forth a ticket that's going to beat Donald Trump or else we're in real trouble. Yeah. That's what no, Biden you're said. absolutely he right. right. That you're absolutely night. right. We that, ha- that is his goal that's, to yeah. beat Trump. He and that's that. the objective. Yeah. You got to play yeah. chess, though. But you got to Trump be smart. demeaned everybody. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and no. he won, though. Yeah. He won. He demeaned everybody over there. Yeah. And but, he's still doing it. Yeah. And still doing it. But right. should we be right. opposite of that? 
I don't think you would you would you would think so, Junior. You would think so, but we can't win. We can't win. All right, can't win being fair. Yeah. All right, post your comments about last night's debate on Steve Harvey FM. Coming up next, run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news and a big announcement. Big announcement, guys. People have been asking about it. The Sand and Soul Festival, all right? Yeah, let's go. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Thank you, Steve, in advance. But uh, first, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Can I borrow your freezer? No, you Uh -uh. may not. (laughs) I don't have one. You don't even know what I need with it, Carla. The answer is okay. no. Just let me borrow your freezer. You ain't got that much meat up in there. Let me borrow your freezer. Wait till you hear it. <laughs> Same time. All right, Cat Dog, let's go. Can I borrow your freezer? Equipment, this is Trina. How can I help you? I'm trying to reach Dale. Dale's the manager, right? Yes, Dale is the manager. How can I help you? Okay, is, is Dale available? Is he there? He's actually with a, a customer. Is there something that I can help you with or pass along a message? Okay, so... Y'all allied equipment, what, what 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 exactly do y'all have there? I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm calling the right place. Oh, yes, of course. Um, it, it's a restaurant supply company. Um, so we have, you know, everything from freezers, refrigerators, to your basic restaurant supplies. Okay. Well, y'all do have freezers because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, what I'm trying to do is, is uh, uh, I've run out of freezer space, and I'm trying to – See if possibly, you know, my back is up against the wall right now. I'm trying to see if I can possibly uh, put something in, in one of you all's freezers for a couple of days uh, until I get freed up on this end. So that's why I wanted to, to see if you guys uh, would allow me to do something like that. Is that possible? Um, sir, sorry, I'm, I'm a little confused. You don't want to buy a freezer. You just want to put something in one of our freezers? I just want to put something in there for a couple of days because I, I have a freezer, but mine is completely full. And I'm trying to see if I can put something in you all's freezer until, you know, for a couple of days, and then I'll come back and get it. Um, I'm so sorry. We we don't do that. Um, uh, if, if you wanted to, to come by and, and purchase a freezer, I'm I'm happy to help you. But we don't allow outside vendors to put things in our freezers. That's, that's yeah, that's, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, well, I was told if Dale would hear what was going on, he might he might be able to help me though. Okay. Um. You you said your name was Kevin. Kevin. Okay, Kevin. If you just hold a moment, I will see if Dale can take your call. That's that's what the hell I asked in the first place. Is to speak to Dale. Okay, then hold on a moment, please. Hey, this is Dale. How can I help you? Hey, Dale. How you doing? This is uh Kevin. Kevin. And hey. uh, I, I've been on the phone with with uh. Your, your salesperson, but I, I, let me tell you what I'm trying to do, man. I'm um, I'm trying to use your. You have a lot of walk-in freezers that you all sell, right? Right, we do. Yep. Okay. So what what I got is my freezer is completely full, man, and I'm I'm right. my back is against the wall. You can't rec- highly recommend it to give you a call. Is it possible for me to um uh I need to keep something frozen for a few days. Uh it's only going to be like 2 days. My my freezer will be uh you know half empty in a couple of days. I just want I just need some somebody to just kind of help me out here. Is it possible for me to bring something over there 
to keep, keep it frozen for a couple of days. You know, what we got is a showroom, you know, with different displays so you could see what different kind of refrigerators look in your restaurant. But, I mean, if you want to come and take a look at one, I could have you in if you're interested in buying one. But no, uh, no. They're, I... they're just there for show, you know. Right, right. No, no. I have a, a, a cooler. I have a freezer already, but like I say, mine is just full. In a couple of days, it won't be. And I really got to get this this stuff on um, frozen, man. I, I I'm gonna be in trouble. Like I say, I'm I'm, I'm my back against the wall over here, man. And um, I can't remember who recommended you, but you came highly recommended that you might be able to show me a little love on this. Look, I guess it comes down. It depends on what do you need. How much How much do you have that you need frozen? I mean, I don't even know what you well, got. Well, I got um, three bodies that I need to get um, to keep, you know, to keep frozen, man. That, you know, we run a mortuary over here. This is Bozeman bodies. Mortuary. Yeah, yeah, we got, you mean we got pe- three people bodies. Yeah, yeah, we got three bodies that, and like I say, my 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 freezer's full, man. But in a couple of days, you know, these bodies, you know, the funerals would have happened, so we'll we'll be freed up, you know. But right now, I got I got three bodies coming in today that I got to get in the freezer. What are, you, are you crazy? Are you crazy? You're damn mind. No, no, no. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, bro. So, I'm, like I said, you can't highly recommend it. You know, and I'm just trying to get somebody to show me a little love. Man, you got those freezers. You don't have nothing in them. You know, I just need it for a couple of days. <laughs> you got to be out of your mind. We're not talking about ice. This isn't chicken wings or a pork shoulder. These are people. You are out of your mind, man. But but listen to me, Dale. Dale, listen to me. what I'm. Un- you understand how serious this is. I have to keep them frozen. That's the reason why I'm calling you. I'm needing your help, man. Yeah, I understand that. Look, if you want to, I'll have you come in. You buy your own freezer. You can put your own bodies in your own freezer. How am I supposed to show off my showroom with frozen bodies in the freezer? Right, but just just don't just don't show that one for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Don't just don't show it. Or we'll just cover. You know what? You know what? Here, here what we could do. We could put the bodies in there, just cover them up, and people don't won't know what it is. Yeah, and then I get a buyer that comes in, and the cover falls off it, and I got a frozen dead body in my freezer. Is that even legal? I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, here's the deal, man. You came highly recommended. They told me that you would probably show me some love. I'm actually. You know, getting ready to load up and come your way. Dude, you keep those dead bodies away from my store. I'm telling you right now. I can't hook you up on this one, all right? I just can't do it. Okay, but we're finna load up and come that way, though, man. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, I, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I have no... You know what? You want to come talk to me. You want to buy a freezer for yourself, and you want to freeze your dead bodies on your own. I don't care. I'll sell you a freezer. I got no problem with selling you a freezer, but you're not bringing the bodies here. It's just not happening. So if Alonzo, if Alonzo calls you and, and green lights it, is it okay then? I, I highly doubt Alonzo's going to call me and tell me to put three dead bodies in, on our showroom floor freezers. I okay. highly doubt that. Okay, okay. But, but, but guess what Alonzo told me? What did Alonzo tell you? Alonzo told me to give you a call. He told me to give you a prank phone call. This is never oh. me from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Get sir. Out yes, of sir. Here. That's <laughs> incredible. Oh. I'm, I'm having a, my chest hurts. <laughs> oh. Oh jeez, that guy. Oh, you just you just got pranked by your GM, baby. That's what's oh. happening right here. <laughs> 
right, man, give me one more thing. You got to tell me this right here, Dale. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, my friend. <laughs> Just want to put a body in there for the night. That's all I'm Dang. trying to do. What is wrong Dang with you? Yeah. What, 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 what's that going to hurt? I didn't have to body. tell you what I was going to put in there. How about that? <laughs> I could have kept it to myself. Kept it to myself. <laughs> He's trying to put a body away for the night and keep it cold. That's all a brother want to do. All right, coming up, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, some entertainment news and Steve's big announcement about Sand and Soul. Sand and Soul. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Don't make us wait any longer, please, with this big announcement about Sand and Soul. What's up? Well, you know, First of all, let me say this. Okay. Uh, with everything in light of what's going, don't don't think for one minute that we aren't paying attention to this uh, DR situation because we are. Uh, I think everybody that knows me knows that I'm not about to take my fans, the people who supported me over the years, into a situation and hope they be okay. Mm. I, I would, I, I just, that's unthinkable, you know, and all the stories that's out there, it's just not true. I'm not that person, but, but saying? you can't, but you can't just snatch and pull, you know, you got it. You know, it's a, it's a business transaction. Now the people at the hard rock were very, very nice to us. You know, uh, I, I can't get my money back, but that's neither here nor there. No, no, but that's just me. That's business. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you you take losses sometimes in business, but making money is not more important to me than having a good time and making sure the people I'm having a good time with are safe. So we have moved the location from the DR. We will not be anywhere in the Dominican Republic. Now that's sad because there's some great people over there, and it's really some nice places over there. But you know, in light of all that's happening, we 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 cannot take the chance. You all mean too much to us. And, you know, look, y'all, y'all, I was, we're, we're, look, we're not going to do nothing. I don't want nobody over there not enjoying themselves. So we have a new location for Sand and Soul. Okay. Mm. We have the exact same dates for Sand and Soul. We are moving from Punacana in the Dominican Republic to the beautiful beaches of Cancun, Mexico. Shut up! I ain't even know. Yes. <laughs> the beautiful beaches of Cancun, Mexico. At an all-inclusive resort, we still found the all-inclusive. We worked. My team, man, they rolled up their sleeves and got busy. Uh, it, we had to do a lot of extra stuff, make some concessions to make it work. But thank God for the Moon Palace down in Cancun, Woo. Mexico. Uh, we are offering the exact same packages. Uh, we are offering the same 15 events over five days and four nights, and the resort is absolutely baller. I have all the videos. I've been on all the tours. My team is down there walking me through everything so I can sign off on it. They got Marjorie to sign off on it. Listen, y'all know we're not going to go nowhere half-baked. This place, you're going to love it. Uh, also, 
Now, because it's Marjorie's birthday that week, I'm going to do something real special baller for her. And since y'all there, y'all get to see it and do it and participate and join in. So I cannot tell you right now, but there will be a special artist added. That's all I got to say. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We're going to bring that birthday in, right? The Moon Palace has got all-inclusive food and drinks just like before. We got a jacuzzi tub and a private balcony with hammocks in every room. I'll be back to tell you about all of it. We got a lot going on. Saying the soul is back, bigger, bowler. Yeah, come on. Everybody happy, safe, sunshine, blue skies. Please go away. Go ahead. Yeah, they found another. Same with them, June. Same All right, them, Steve, we got to get to today's headlines. Thank you for that. Thank Ladies you for gentlemen, that. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I got more when we come back after the news, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. And it sounds real good, too, Steve. This is Ann Tripp with the news, everybody. Well, last night was round two. That's right. In the Democratic presidential candidates' debates last night, it was the last 10, including four of the top polling candidates, former Vice President Joe Biden, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, South Bend, Indiana Mayor Peter Buttigieg, and California Senator Kamala Harris, who hit hard at the front runner, Mr. Biden. I do not believe you are a racist. And I agree with you when you commit yourself to the importance of finding common ground. But I also believe, and it, it was hurtful, to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. You also worked with them to oppose busing. It's a mischaracterization of my position across the board. I do not praise racist. That is not true. As the uh, uh, vice president of the United States, I work with a man who, in fact, we worked very hard to see to it we dealt with these issues in a major, major way. In terms of busing, look, everything I've done in my career, I ran because of civil rights. I continue to think we have to make fundamental changes in civil And he also said that they need civil rights for the LBT, the the, uh, transgenders and the gay community as well. The U.S. Supreme Court yesterday ruled that partisan gerrymandering or the drawing of electoral district lines to heavily favor specific political parties beyond their control. The high court's conservative judges said that redistricting claims uh, present political questions beyond the reach of the federal courts. That's what they ruled. On another matter, the high court decided to block, at least for now, the Trump administration's request to add a citizenship question to the 2026 census forms. Those in favor of it say that it's a way of supporting the Voting Rights Act. Opponents, though, say it's designed to scare minorities out of participating. President Trump tweets in response that he's asked his legal team to see if there's a way he can delay the census until the Supreme Court has, quote, been given additional information for which it can make a final and decisive decision on the issue. Under federal law, though, the population count must begin on April 1st, 2020. So we'll see how, how that goes. In Paris, the prosecutor has wrapped up his investigation into who and what may have caused the blaze at Notre Dame. His verdict is that there's no evidence to suggest that the blaze was set by anybody. It was an accident, it seems like. The roof of the famed cathedral, you know, collapsed along with his famous spire on April 16th. But most of the structures survived intact, and they've been trying to restore it ever since. And they've been getting a lot of money, by the way, a lot of help from the community. Today, by the way, is Wild and Crazy Friday. Wild thing. Yeah, if you want to be a wild thing, today is the day to be that way. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, so you were telling us about the Sand and Soul. It's been moved to Cancun, Mexico. Folks, we have moved Sand and Soul from the DR. We don't want anybody to not have an enjoyable vacation. Uh, we've moved it to the beautiful beaches of Cancun, Mexico. It will be at the Moon Palace, all-inclusive. We will have the Sand and Soul uh, website up to update you on everything the beginning of next week. But right now, we just want you to know that it's going to be at the Moon Palace. It's an all-inclusive. It's in Cancun. Uh, it's my girl's big birthday, so I decided to bring in an extra special talent for that night. And it ain't just for her. It's for all y'all. So I will keep you posted. Uh, the rec- My staff is down there testing all the food. They come back. They said, Steve, the food is even better. There's a steakhouse, seafood house, Italian. There's hibachi. There's Mexican. Homemade ice cream, pastries. They got 11 all-inclusive bars. You get the $750 resort credit to be used in the gift shop. And they have a brand new, newly renovated, award-winning spa. I've seen it. Oh, my God. Ladies, you're going to lose your mind. 24-hour room service, 24-hour bakery and snack bar, free Wi-Fi, all that. Signature golf course right there, bros. Signature golf course. We ain't got to drive. It's right there. For those of you that have bought airline tickets, almost all airlines have now waived fees if you've bought tickets from the DR. And they've waived the fees to change it because they understand the concerns of a lot of American travelers. So check your airlines. The majority of them have waived fees from the DR. That was an announcement on the news the other day. So that's really cool. So for those of you that have concerns, the flights to Cancun have been coming in cheaper than to the DR. That may help you also. Now, any changes that want to be made has to be handled by a manager via email so we can make sure that it's you. Cannot make changes by phone. You have to talk to a manager. So just understand that aspect of it. So anybody that doesn't want to change, that's up to you. We would hope you stay with us. It's going to be balling. We're not going to take you to no mess. It's going to be beautiful. This is going to be a win-win situation for everybody uh, I, you know, we've just done everything in our power to make it right, man. If y'all come hang out with us in Cancun, we'll love it. You know, for those of you that can't or don't want to, understood, no problem. We won't have a problem giving you yours back. But I'm telling y'all, don't miss it. All right, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank okay. you. Yeah, that's Boy, nice. All right, I coming, feel safe already. Yeah, coming up next at 34 <laughs> after the hour, Junior. Americans blame social media for the civility problem. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you've been worried lately that it seems like more and more Americans are being truly awful to one another. Steve, you talk about this a lot. Well, you're not alone. A new survey finds that 93% of Americans believe we have a civility problem in society and classifying it as a major problem. So what's causing all this incivility? Well, it seems a lot of Americans blame social media. In fact, 63% of Americans say social media is a major contributor to incivility in America, with most saying social media's impact is more negative than positive. So here's the question. Do you think social media is to blame for the incivility in this country? Why? And uh, part two, uh, 
you know, we can answer this. Have you been the target of negative social media comments? Steve. What the hell are you asking me for? <laughs> Went straight just, to you. Just wanted to get your take. It's your show. So. I'm the whole reason we got the article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the survey. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> survey says. I mean, you know, what, 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 what has happened, though, and it's just my honest assessment of it, you have the right to feel how you want to. Social media could really be a good thing. But what has happened is, it has given a platform to so many small-minded people. In order to appear big, uh-huh. these very small people, they have to make the loudest, obnoxious comments that they can. It's the only way they can stand out because they're nothing. Yeah, They're nobodies in their life. In their world, they are nobodies. So they create these incredible personas in their own head online, and they come and they attack like they like they are an authoritative figure about you and your life all of a sudden. And it's it's just misguided energy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it. And hate is so much louder than love, but love is stronger. That's true. And that's that's the sadness of it. What do you guys think? Oh, I think I, you're right. I agree. Totally. Yeah. I totally I agree, totally with, agree with that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I think the problem they have is because when they're watching that video, they not in the room. <laughs> what video? You, you mean know, the you're social on social media? media. When yeah. you're watching oh, us okay. on social media, you're not in the room. You think Junior is jealousy, hate oh, yeah. a little bit that going was, on? That's what it is. It's uh-huh. an abused platform yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you sitting in your car, Rolls Royce, Emily right there, they not in the car. So here come the comments. So here come the hate. Wow. What about the comments when folks are doing good stuff? Like Steve, the mentoring camp, giving back. All of us on this show give back. All of us have our platforms and, you know, the the work that we do. They don't magnify that. Oh, no. No. (laughs) See, it's all. They're not going to shed no light on that. Exactly. It's, It's like the news. The more sensationalized, right. that's what sells. the better. That's what mm-hmm. makes, they makes will put watch. a spotlight on somebody who's robbed a bank and is getting chased down the highway. They'll put a helicopter over top of them. Because that's what Follow makes people watch. Follow this idiot-ass mm-hmm. person for an hour and a half driving off the freeway, running <laughs> through backyards and stuff. You know what? Now, you save 10 people's lives. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. I know. Now, sports. I know. Well, that's the Good slogan they have in the news. Right? If it bleeds, it leads. That's that's what they say. No, that's really that's I what mean, they yeah, say in the news. Yeah, if it bleeds, it leads. It's the first story they're gonna do. If it's negative, they're yeah. gonna do it. Right. Well, that's why sixty-three percent of Americans say social media, uh, their impact is more negative than positive. I mean, you know. I mean, good it's sad stuff to say. Sell. You know, it just no doesn't. man, it's sad. Good news. Yeah. And 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 like Jay say, if it bleeds, it leads. So what drives social media sites or these blogs is mm-hmm. negativity, because yeah. now you got people commenting, and they make money on clicks, and they'll do anything to get the click, truth or not. They just right. want the click because they're trying to make money. It's sad, man. It, it really, really is. It really is. Yep. Pray for him. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, listen, we can keep this conversation going uh, on social media. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Steve Harvey FM. Now, up next, it is the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. My lover calls me mom. <laughs> but right now, <laughs> nephew's here. Yeah, <laughs> nephew's here with today's prank phone call. What you got, nephew? Fight night. <laughs> say it with me. Fight night. Yeah, fight night. We don't say fight it like night. that. Fight night. Here it is. Fight night. You got it, cat. Let's go. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to speak to Troy. Yeah, yes, me. Hey, Troy, how you doing, man? It's Kirby, man. Uh, I live a uh, couple streets over from you. What, what's happening with you, brother? Uh, Kirby. Uh, uh, Kenny, uh, Ken- Kenny gave me, you got, Ken- you know Kenny on your street, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Kenny. Yeah, yeah, Kenny gave me your number, man. I wanted to reach out. I'm inviting a lot of people, uh, in the neighborhood, man, to, you know, uh, Mayweather fight. So I'm inviting a lot of people over to the fight party over here at my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was wondering why I was going to watch it on fight too, man. That don't sound like a bad idea, man. Okay, okay, well, listen, man, come on through. Uh, everybody going to be getting here like around 7, 7.30. And, uh, yeah. man, we got food, we got liquor, margarita machine. My boy, he's going to be on the grill with the burgers and the, and the hot dogs, man. And one of my other partners going to be smoking some wings, man. So we, we good, right. man. So I'm I'm just inviting a bunch of people in the neighborhood to come through. Cool. You need me to bring something through, man? Some wine, anything? What? Uh, look here, now that you, uh, now that you mentioned it, man, we, we, we missing a little something. Uh, hey, let me, let me ask you this here, uh, Troy. You, um, you got cable at your house? Yeah, yeah, I got cable here. Okay, listen. Here, here what we need, man. I I got about four thousand feet of cable cord, and what I want to do is come over there and hook up this cable cord to your house and run it two streets over to my house so we can watch the fight in the backyard. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, man. I know you. Hold up, man. <laughs> I know. Hold. On. I know you didn't just say. Now say that again. You want to? You got four see, see, you see, wanna, see, see. We got, wild. like I say, we got the food, the liquor, all of that, man. You know, a lot of people coming over. But see, the problem is, I ain't got cable here at the house. Well, how is you gonna have a fight party and you ain't got no cable? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you asked me what could you help out with, so that's what I'm asking you. I, I used to work for the cable company. I know how to hook it up at your house. I know how to bypass pay-per-view. We're going to run it two streets over. I got a real durable cable cord. I got a big TV I'm going to put out in the backyard. You call me and invite me to a fight party. Y'all ain't got no no, no cable. Now you want me to do something illegal and run 4,000 feet of cable wire two streets over to my backyard, over the fence. I'm out here with these white folks. I'm already having a problem with my mortgage already. Now, now, you want me to do something illegal or get me put out? Okay, I, I understand that, dog. But listen, what I'm saying is, dog, we just talking about for a few hours. We ain't open. We ain't, it ain't like we finna do it for a couple of days or nothing. I, 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 I don't know how you, you can even call it. Call up a cat, man, and invite him out to a fight party and you ain't got no cable. Okay, but I invited you to the, you finna get liquor and food and stuff, man. You finna have a good time. Do yeah, your part. Let, let me let me get a little bit of your cable for a couple hours so everybody can watch the fight. So you wanna have a fight party at my house. Man, I don't know you like that. You know, I'm not party. saying we having it at your house. house. Man. I, I'm, out I'm like two that, streets man. Old. I'm on we having it at my house. We just using your cable. 
Man, I can't have no cable. I don't do nothing illegal, man. So I'm not having no police in front of my house, man. I got I got a family now. I'm a family man. I, got, I get up every morning and go to work. I work hard. I'm not going to have I, no, and no I got cable, that, man. man. I'm just telling you for a few hours, man, so we can everybody see the Mayweather fight, man. Man, you saying Kirby and Kenny, man, I don't, know, I don't really know y'all people like that, man. I don't know Kenny well. I just know because it keep a nice yard, man. I don't know y'all. I can't be having no laws and all this shit. My children running around this cable coming from my house. Like, I can't have that, man. Y'all might here with these white folks. These white folks is not having it, man. I understand all that, man, but I didn't invite all these people. I can't disappoint these people. I got to have the fight on at the house. I understand your situation, my brother. I want to be at your house watching the fight, too. But I can't, ain't nowhere in the world I'm going to have no 4,000 foot of cable running from my house. I can't see that one happen. I'm, I'm out here in the suburb now with a family now. I can't do them type of things, man. I, can't, I don't want no police. I don't want the cable people. Hey, man, you know what you only one in the suburb. I'm out here too. What I'm trying to tell you is, I'm not going to disappoint these people. Now, I want to have your approval, but I'm coming to hook this cable up. You coming well to hook up a cable? I'm coming to your house to hook this cable and run it two streets over. Oh, so if I say you can't hook it up, you're going to come and hook it up anyway. That's what you're telling me? I'm telling you I can't disappoint these people. I'm coming to hook this cable up, man, whether you like it or not. Oh, now, if you put it in front of my power photos for the cable, it's going to be a guy. Hey, man, I can't disappoint these people. Now, I'm just trying to get you to show some love for four hours. You don't disappoint them. You don't have a show for them. If you come over to my house, you bring them people you got over there with you so they can see a fight. Hey, man, what what are you, what are you saying? You, you're trying to tell me you ain't going to let me hook the cable up when I get over there? I stand up on it. I'll be waiting out there with no shirt and a shot. And you ain't going to land 15 rounds with me. Hey, man, I'm not going to sit here and get it. Me, you was I told cool to an extent, but you're not going to get me to break no law in front of my children out here, man. I'm 39 years old. I don't play them games, man. When I was younger, you may want to kind of coerce me with a lot of money. But, hey, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that rock this time, brother. I'm not having all that activity going on in my house. I'm coming over there, and I'm hooking up this table. Well, you come over here, you tell me, I got something for you, Tuffy. You come over. I'm going to sit in front of my house right now. Tell Kenny to come with it, too, Mr. Cameron. I got something for all y'all. All I'm telling you is I'm coming over there to hook my cable up so these people can watch fight. Hey, well, line it up, then. Yeah, you're going to come take some cable from my house. Line it up. I'm going to have my wife take my hands up right now. It's going to be a fight. I got one more thing I need to say to you, though. Is you listening? I don't care what you say. You come in front of my house. You better bring some help with you because you ain't going to leave here. You come in front of my house with some cable cord. I don't give a who you is, and I'm going to whoop Kenny And whenever I see him, I'm whooping him on sight. I don't care if my children in the car, and his children in the car, and I'm going to whoop you. If you come around here with that nose this time, I do hold some cable in my eye. I'm going to put something on you right here, man. If you come out of my eyes right now with this I said I got one more thing to say to you. Are you listening? What you got to say is you listen to me. I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Who is <laughs> Who you say this is? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I know you ain't called my phone, man. My blood pressure high here. You got me ready to squabble, man. I got bad cholesterol, man. Now, you got to raise my cholesterol level and everything, man. You got me ready to whoop somebody out here. <laughs> All right, man. I gotta ask you this right here, Troy. What is what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all <laughs> you know, you know, everybody can't afford to fight. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm with you on it. and it's the selfish people like that that yes. won't help out. Just selfish. Help out. Shut up. Are you kidding Tommy. me? Kidding me right now? 
Are you if kidding I, me right I'm, now? If, hey, I want to <laughs> throw a party, but I can't afford all that. Just run the damn cable from your I'm house to mine. not even close to your house. Then How you, is that bothering you? Then you don't have a party. Then you don't have a party. <laughs> I'm down the street. I'm not disturbing you. Oh, it ain't God. but two blocks. Wow. Oh. We don't need that much cable. I bought Hello? the cable. I bought Thank the cable. You. Hello? Oh, the actual Hello? cable. Yeah, oh, but you you. Did, you just haven't paid your bill. What? I what? Are you talking about the cable to run into the house? He's oh, the, the physical. Wire. Oh, oh yeah. 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 When are y'all going to start saying, uh, when will it go out the window that I'm not stupid, but I'm brilliant? When, when will I've that I've been saying it for years. Since I've been here for years. Thank you, Jay. I've been saying Thank it for years. Well, you I don't think in one. our lifetime, I, you know, if you, if you need a date. I don't... Steve, is, Steve is mighty quiet. He's you mighty two in that quiet. one line. For, for you I'm to brilliant. even say at any point in time that this food is brilliant, it's, it's something wrong. I'm not participating in that. I'm not playing along with it. There's nothing brilliant about it. It's the medicine I Man is a genius. Act like you ain't never stole cable before, huh? Oh, yeah. You ain't well, never stole took no cable. You ain't never stole no, no cable. Yeah. You ain't running but balls. But not from two blocks you. away. But it's something different. So that's the point? The, that's the distance? That's the brilliance, <laughs> boy. <laughs> you don't see the brilliancy? Man, you know how many times that cable gets snatched out that door? <laughs> All these cars going by. You buy, you going by seventy yards, seventy feet of cable? Like, what are you buying it for? That ain't your business. Just roll it up, damn it. <laughs> Watch me do it. All right, this. thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter subject. My lover calls me mom. Right after this, we'll get into it. That ain't cute. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, uh, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today, right here, right now. Let's go, nephew. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. (laughs) All right, subject, my lover calls me mom. Good morning, Stephen Shirley. I am a 50-year-old divorced lady with a 28-year-old lover. We've been together for two years, but I met him when he was in college with my son. He came home a few weekends with my son, and he started calling me mom back then. After college, he continued to hang out at the house with my son, so I got used to him being around. Well, on Easter Sunday 2017, things changed in an instant when he rubbed up against me in the kitchen, and I felt some kind of way. This young man is 6'2", dark, and handsome. He works out daily. This ain't Tommy. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. And, and what gave it away, Steve? Yeah, both. <laughs> all three? Yeah, all three things. <laughs> yeah. Six, Six two, two, dog, and him. <laughs> he works out daily, so his chest is all ripped up. Well, that go number four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on now. I must add that I'm still a sexy mom and a head turner at 50 years young. He told me that he wanted to see me alone one day to talk. I told him to come by my house, and he did. He walked in, and we kissed, and it was straight fireworks from then on. We did multiple passionate acts that afternoon, and he was considerate and asked for permission each time he tried a new position. Of course, it's been our secret the entire time, and we hook up whenever he has time. 
It's just that simple. I assume he uh, that he dates multiple women or maybe he just has a girlfriend. I'm not concerned about that. What does concern me is that he still calls me ma or mom when he comes over. I don't know if he if it's the same as when married men call their wives mama or when women call their husbands daddy. I know you are going to say that I need to find someone else to have sex with, but what we have is fun, and it's keeping me satisfied for now. So do I ask him politely to stop calling me mom, or am I reading too much into it? Wow. She took the time to write this? Yeah, she did. She did, wow. Steve. And and my answer is, what does it matter what he calls you? I mean, as long as he's respectful with it. I mean, what, what do you want him to call you? You're saying this is just for fun right now, and I mean, he, he's keeping you satisfied right now. So what are you, what are you nitpicking for? I I don't get it. You guys have been together for two years, and he's been calling you. You you're doing it in secret, so clearly he doesn't want uh, your son, his bestie, to find out that uh, you know he's doing his mom. You're concerned about a name and the fact that you're <laughs> and not the fact that you're sleeping with your son's friend who is really young. He's young enough to be your son, who may or may not have a girlfriend or multiple girlfriends. Uh, and who hooks up with you whenever he has time. Those are the things you're concerned about. Uh, (laughs) To me, you should be concerned about a lot more than that. I mean, you know, than him calling you ma or mom. Uh, He just is trying to be respectful, I guess, when you guys are in the bedroom. I I don't know. Then again, you say it's just to satisfy you for right now. So if this is what's making you happy, what's floating your boat right now, then, you know, I mean, him calling you mom, I don't see why that's a big deal. Steve? Uh, can I be honest? Sure. I'm confused. Okay. I have no idea what this letter's for. Right. You 50, the dude 28, y'all been together for two years. This ain't no accident. He used to come home with your son, he started calling you mom. After y'all graduated, y'all was in the kitchen one time, he rubbed up against you. That was on purpose. You felt some kind of way on purpose. You already talking about how tall, dark, and handsome he is. He asked you, could he come by and see you alone and talk? I told him to come by my house. He walked in and y'all kissed, and it was straight fireworks right there. Then you talked about all these multiple passionate acts that afternoon. And he asked your permission each time he tried a new position. I do that too. <laughs> you do? I still ask. <laughs> Very nice. I don't know what, you know, what is this letter for? The boy's polite. Yeah. He's asking you for new positions every time. Miss Gilmore? Miss <laughs> Gilmore. Do you what? mind? <laughs> Do you mind if you put the bottom of your foot up on that nightstand, please, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. that's nice right there, Miss Gilmore. Miss Gilmore? Yes. Yes, baby. Would you mind taking your left hand and grabbing the corner of that mattress on the upper left side of <laughs> like, the headboard? Like this right here? Like this? Yeah, that, thank you, Miss Gilmore. Oh, thank you, Miss Gilmore. Can I come? Can I come Ms. Now, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm asking. Just a little liniment. Just a little liniment. Uh-uh. No, we don't do liniment. I don't like the smell. Okay, I won't. I won't do it. I won't do it. So this is what he's doing, see. So I don't see why why you wrote the letter. You know, now. She doesn't like for him to call her her, her ma or mom. Okay, well, quit seeing him then. <laughs> you know, that's all this letter is. is why are we taking make? up our special yeah. time 
because you worrying about him calling you mama, or or when uh, men call their wives wives, wives. What we call our wives ain't your damn business. You ain't a wife. Oh, you the mama. That's what he calls her mom. Mm. He know it. That could be a turn on from him. You know, some people's girls call him, hey, daddy. Okay, that's a turn on. His turn on is, hey, mama. I don't know why you'd want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not with nobody and finna call her mama. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> now, you say, I know you're gonna say you need to find somebody else to have sex with. I'm not gonna say no. that. No. <laughs> Didn't even but what we have is fun. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right. It's uh, keeping you set. What? Hang on, Steve. Hang on. Part two of your response is coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, my lover calls me mom. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, my lover calls me mom. <laughs> First of all. Let's, this is the most ridiculous letter we've had in a while. Fifty-year-old <laughs> woman uh, sleeping with her son's friend from college. He didn't graduate. Rubbed up against her in the kitchen one day. Mm. Now they over at the house screwing. Did she say that? Yeah, that's what a very <laughs> sexual act. What is that? That's what they doing. He said he wanted to see me alone one day and talk. I told him to come on by the house. He did. He walked in. We started kissing. Mm. Yeah, multiple passionate acts that afternoon, separate occasions. You know, we he's very considerate. Mm. Asked for permission each time he tries a new position. Of course, our secret the entire time, we hook up whenever he got time. It's just that simple. Now, she assuming that he got other women, maybe a girlfriend. But I ain't concerned about that. What does concern me, of all the stuff I know. that concerns you, he still calls me ma or mom when he comes over. That's because he can what, what you want him to call you? Belinda? <laughs> Belinda Gilmore? <laughs> That's her Why, name. How is Belinda he going to call Gilmore. you Belinda and then mess around and say Belinda in front of your son? Exactly. Say, That's what man, I said. Hold on, hold on. So when, when you start calling my mama Belinda, well, I think it's something we need to talk about. Because that ain't just your mama. <laughs> that our mama. As a matter of fact, I call her mama. She called me daddy. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Demetrius, listen to me. I don't know how to tell you this. I'm finna be your new daddy. Mm. What? Yeah. Mm. Demetrius, I'm finna be your new daddy. They're the same yeah. age. They went to college together. Yeah, but I'm, when I marry your mama, I'm finna be your daddy. <laughs> yeah, and I want you to respect that and call me daddy. Like mm. See, this is an ass whooping all in the making <laughs> right it's here. Brewing. Ain't it ain't brewing. Now, I know what you're going to say. I need to find someone else to have sex with. No, that's not what we're going to say. Mm-hmm. But what we have is fun and it's keeping me satisfied. Okay, this is what you're doing. Yeah. I, I, who, who can say something about it? So do I ask him politely to stop calling me mom or am I reading too much into it? You know what? We really don't give a damn what you read into this. Can we share that with you? Can I tell you that the people listening to this letter at work right now is looking upside day radio going, right. for what? Yeah, that's what you're concerned about? There's people trying to snatch earphones out their head yeah. right now. 
I'm not caring about you. You're dating your son's friend. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't the first? Yeah. He got other chicks. Yeah, you ain't yeah. it. And he'll future with you. You just his thing. And he sees you whenever he has time. Right. And if you think he your thing, then he your thing yeah. too. Y'all just got a thing for each other. Mm. Doing it. multiple passionate acts. But I love the part where he is so considerate oh. and asks me for permission. Like what again, Steve? You you did oh, it earlier. Miss Jackson, you would you mind? Oh. Gilmore. Well, <laughs> He changed the name. Belinda we changed Gilmore. the name. <laughs> Sometimes I like Mama Jackson, Mama Gilmore, <laughs> Mama Patterson. It's yeah. Mama somebody. Yeah, it's going to be Mama, Mama Peterson. <laughs> um, Stupid. Mama, it's going to be Mama something. An old church name. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh, Miss, uh, yes. no, no, I'm going to do this right Miss Geraldine, hold on one second. Miss Geraldine. I like hold that. on, hold on, hold on. You might be tired right now. <laughs> but you, would you mind... Taking the left half of your ass <laughs> and sitting it right on the edge of that lampshade. Just right there, right there, right there, right there, Miss Jackson. There you go. Okay, now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so All right, polite. now. Oh, you're welcome. Thank Listen you for to me. asking me nicely. Well, can I ask you something else? Sure, Bobby. Oh, uh, uh, would you take your left hand and hold your right foot up? And then put your forehead on the mattress. <laughs> Would you mind that, Miss Jackson? Okay, Bobby. Thank okay. you for asking me so nicely. You're such a polite young man. Do you learn that in college with my okay, son? Okay, now, uh, Mama, can I ask you? Can I ask you another question? <laughs> what, Bobby? Could you stop talking? Yeah, you're talking too much, too. <laughs> no, I'm asking. Questions. No, but you, I, you just, I don't want you talking back. Okay. I just need you to do it. Now. Okay, Miss Taylor. Miss <laughs> Taylor. Miss Taylor. Me? Oh, mm-hmm. yes, Bobby. Can you get on your knees and crawl over there to the couch so I can watch you? <laughs> and bark like a dog on your way over there. Yes, I can do that. Go, oh, Miss Taylor. Go ahead, Miss Taylor. <laughs> Fetch. Now, Miss Taylor. Miss Taylor. What, Bobby? What? Oh, Can you bring my house shoe over here? <laughs> girl, girl, you something else. Did you ask her to fetch? Yeah, let's bring that. As long as he does it nicely, she says. Yeah. <laughs> Politely, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> He's so polite. Oh man! All right, yeah, uh, listen. Just letter, lady. Don't don't write us no more. <laughs> Make sure you, you check him. out, please, the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at forty six after the hour, marriage advice from the one and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> coming up right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. This Tuesday, you and your beautiful wife Marjorie celebrated this past Tuesday your wedding anniversary. It was thirteen, yeah. right? Actually, 12. Oh, 12. Okay. I added a year. Oh, you added a year. Okay. All right. So, obviously. I'm so damn happy I won't vote. (laughs) (laughs) Good response. Good answer. Yeah, she must be listening. (laughs) So, um, obviously, uh, we can say it's fair that you guys know what you're doing. So, Steve, so give some marriage advice for married couples or couples. Well, you have to ask a question. Well, you ain't me to do it. Yeah. Because you're on your way after Yeah. 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 Yeah, yours is on shaky ground at best. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. 
I'd love to hear some of your responses, though. <laughs> okay, okay. What, what is what does it take to uh, stay in a marriage uh, and and be happy for twelve years, Steve? Well, you got to be willing. I know the corny answer is communication, but you got so to corny. be able to compromise. Mm-hmm. Compromise is really smart, man. You've got to find a way to get but to give at the same time. And you got, and if you can be the person to generate the give, mm-hmm. the getting becomes a lot easier. Okay, all right. Go, go ahead and ask me what you want to ask. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking you the same question. What do you think it takes to uh, have a, a thriving, uh, long, happy marriage? It takes a lot of bedrooms in the house. Because, see, once y'all get on each other's nerves, you need to be able to go somewhere else and get away from that person. You know what I'm saying? If you want to continue for your marriage to continue. Now, if you got to stay in that room, it's going to get it's going to get it's going to get rough up in there. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it you want to be able to go somewhere. You want in the same house, go somewhere. Get away what, from her. What if you okay? live in a studio apartment? Yeah. Then is- your marriage is over. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. got to have get your two three bedroom. Yeah. Get be able to go he, somewhere. He's get speaking around. Right right stu- if you live in the studio, all you can do is turn around, uh-huh. look at the wall. Okay, well, <laughs> don't look at the same wall I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, back to you. Um, <laughs> he's so That's stupid. stupid. Okay, so um, I've heard that successful marriages are when like the husband puts the wife first. For starters, you can't outgive a woman. I don't care what man you are. You cannot outgive a woman. If she loves you, if you do everything in your power for her, mm-hmm. what she gonna give you back in return? You can't even begin to touch. That's a great answer. Well, mine ain't started giving me mine back yet. Man. When you when yours started giving you, you ain't asked me a damn thing. I, I'm sitting know, right here. Good bit of ass. I, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> well, we can continue this at yes. the uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, marriage questions for Steve, then Tommy, then Jay. Uh, so uh, we can There's do that be at a the decline top. in them answers. As you go <laughs> we can do that at the top of the hour. More marriage questions coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so before we went to break, Steve, I asked you, um, is it a true statement that uh, you, you can have a happier marriage if the man puts the wife first the, or the woman first uh, in a relationship? And you said that's absolutely true, and you want to expand? Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the, uh-huh. the, the, the... Here's the best quote I've ever heard about a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said... Women should stop pretending to be equal to men because you're not. You're greater. And so he said the reason being is because whatever you give a woman, she multiplies it. Mm -hmm. Whatever you give to a woman, she makes it greater. If you give her groceries, she gives you back a meal. Mm -hmm. If you give her a smile, she gives you her heart. If you buy her a house, she gives you a home. If you give her a sperm, she'll give you back a baby. Everything you give a woman, she multiplies and makes it greater. So get ready, cat. So if you give your woman some crap, you can expect a ton of <laughs> in return. <laughs> Where do you get this from, man? Where did you get this from? <laughs> I didn't know that was 
like okay. it though. It's, you got I that right. Got Facts. that right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brother, <laughs> best quote I've ever heard. <laughs> That's a great one. It. That's a great quote. Who said that? <laughs> All right, so Tommy, I want to ask you the same question um, that I asked Steve about. Uh, in a marriage, one of the re- one of the ways you can make it successful is to put the woman first. Put her needs before your needs. Uh, but I have taken care of all of her needs, so I don't I don't get it. He talking about give her a house, she'll make it a home. She ain't even there half the damn time when I, I didn't <laughs> gave her the house. I ain't gave her a Bentley. I ain't rode in that damn car yet. I ain't got to do nothing with that. And the sperm I gave her, that was by accident. It took her kids ain't oh, supposed to be here. I don't know what the hell that went wrong with this him, man. Okay. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, Jay, uh, same question. Well, the question is, I gave, but not mm-hmm. freely. The judge said, you're going to give this, and you're going to give that. <laughs> uh, I didn't have nothing to say about it. Next thing I know, I'm half of what all I started with in my life. So I gave, but I didn't give freely, and I didn't get nothing back. So I don't really understand what Steve is saying. But if you give, I, I gave several houses. Several. Everybody end up with a damn house. Everybody got a house. You get a house, and you get a house, and you get a house. You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. It's fun divorcing you, Jay. Yeah. I don't, I see what he, I see the happiness in him. But yeah, I just yeah, want him to see that. the bitterness in me. Oh, That's what I'm asking. Oh, it's clear. Oh, yeah, you definitely <laughs> crystal. Uh, all right, Steve, here's another question. How do you, in a marriage re- and in a relationship, how do you resolve arguments without, you know, killing each other and being mad for, you know, how do you just resolve them? You know, the best, you know the best thing that we've discovered? What's that? It's when Marjorie and I are at a point where we're just not seeing each other's side. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We go away from a minute, and then we come back and we go, okay, what did I say and what did you hear? Mm-hmm. And what did you say and what did I hear? So what we do is we do a thing where we say, okay, Steve, this is what I said. Now tell me what you heard in that. And I tell her, she said, that's not what I meant. I said, okay, I said this right here. What did you hear? She said, you said this. I said, see, that's not what I said. I said this. But it sounds to me like, see, and it always comes down to what you heard versus what I said or what you said versus what I heard. And we resolve 99% of our arguments that way because it's usually a misunderstanding because we're both, you know, intelligent thinking people. Mm -hmm. And that's what we find. Okay. All right. Well, um, uh, Jay and Tommy, I know you have a response to this. So, uh, <laughs> so, so we're coming back. We'll, we'll, we'll continue our marriage, our marriage discussion with, with the fellas at uh, 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're having a, a marriage discussion uh, with the married men on the show. Uh, we have, we're having one marriage discussion. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. You celebrated your anniversary. We were all yeah, happy. And this third one you've been here from, I don't even know why you're talking about. <laughs> he, he has the most experience of anyone on the show, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so, the most experience and the less time in. So, so, <laughs> the so most experience. Here, here's a question on the table. Uh, this is for you, Tommy, and then you, Jay. Uh, how do you resolve arguments? When you're married you, and you, in a relationship. 
You argue it out. You have to let the argument like argue that. out. Like that. Like we that. argue until like our that. throats go out and ain't no voice left. Then we get <laughs> some paper and write out some more cuss like words on the paper. I like that we run out of paper. But we're going to get this argument over with. See, the thing is, is that you're not supposed to go to bed stressed. That's right. You got to Mad. get this off your damn Thank chest. You. And we gets it out there. I'm telling my throat's out. No more paper to write on. I'm going to sleep in here. You sleep in there. And damn it, you better hope I don't find no more paper. Okay. Yeah. okay. Come on, Jay. Come on. Come quickly, Jay. Come the on. first one to go to effort is the winner. That's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> That's your advice. Hey. First one go, well, half it did. You the winner. All right, all right. <laughs> That's how you resolve arguments, Jay. Two adults. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. You beat, you like beat me the effort. I didn't know you was going to go that fast. I didn't know you was going to get there that fast. <laughs> all right, listen. Uh, <laughs> We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so last night in Miami was part two of 10 Democratic presidential hopefuls who shared a stage to try and convince America why they are the best choice to challenge President Trump in the 2020 election. They talked about middle-class taxes, climate change, defeating Trump. Take a listen when Kamala Harris challenged Joe Biden on his past opposition Uh-oh. on busing. Check this out. It was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but... You also worked with them to oppose busing. And, you know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. It's a mischaracterization of my position across the board. I did not praise racist. That is not true. Number one. Number two, if we want to have this campaign litigated on who supports civil rights and whether I did or not, I'm happy to do that. I was a public defender. I didn't become a prosecutor. I came out and I left a good law firm to become a public defender. Number two, as the U.S., as, excuse me, as the uh, uh, vice president of the United States, I work with a man who, in fact, we worked very hard to see to it we dealt with these issues in a major, major way. Also, take mm-hmm. a listen when Kamala shut it down. Uh, with everyone talking at the same time. Check this out. Senator Harris, Senator Harris, I'm so sorry. We will let all of you speak. Senator Harris, Senator Harris, please, we will let you all speak. Senator Harris. You can't afford to wait for evolution on these issues. Hey, guys, you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. Whoa. All right, now. All right. So, Step on you know, in there, girl. The best ad libs are written down, man. She was waiting to put that one out there. <laughs> man. <laughs> she knew it was going to happen, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Boom. Wow. I yeah. I mean, so that's much how for you us get... trying to put her and Biden together. So much for us trying to do that. Well, that maybe he could like... be VP again. But you know what? It could her... still happen, though, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> still... Maybe he could be her VP, Tommy. And Bernie, Bernie had some moments, too. So, mm-hmm. obviously, like you said last night, Steve, it was going to be you know, the night before last. It was mm-hmm. going to be about these three, you know, Harris, yeah. well, Sanders, and Biden. I understand mm-hmm. everybody's trying to get the nod. Right. 
Yeah. They're all running for the presidency, not for the vice president. Mm-hmm. But we also have got to understand something very critical here as a party. This circular firing squad, that's, this is dangerous. Imagine a circular firing squad. We're in a circle, partner. Everybody going to get hit. Huh. All right, coming up next, our last break of the day of the week, actually, and uh, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Coming up at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day and of the week, actually. Uh, this is Friday. It's been a good day, and uh, we're looking forward to a good week, uh, uh-huh. weekend and all of that. All right, Steve, uh, you want to send everyone home to the weekend yeah. with some closing? Here we go. You know, uh, I was reading in my morning meditation uh, this thing that this uh, girl that works with me on Family Feud, really nice lady. She's Christian. She uh, prays for everybody, gives her scripture. She gave me this daily devotional book to read. I've been reading it every morning, man. It's really been a great help to me. I think I've shared this with you all several times. One of the things I was reading about was about learning how to master time and not allowing time to master you. Now, I got a little stuck on this one right here because I was saying, okay, how do you master time and not let time master you? In this daily devotional, it was reminding us that God created us a certain way. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Because in the Lord's Prayer is a clue as to how we should approach each day. In the Lord's Prayer, about three or four lines down, it says, give us this day our daily bread. That's a very important line. And I've taken the time to really study the Lord's Prayer. I've taken the time to really understand 23rd Psalms, Isaiah 54, 17, Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. I've really been, Rebecca 2 and 2, really been focusing on really understanding as I meditate every morning. And um, one of the things that it teaches us is give us this day our daily bread. Well, that's an important line because what you're asking for every day is for God to order your steps just for that day. That's not to say that you don't have plans for the future because you do. But you can't do anything about the future. You can't control it at all or the circumstances that's going to beset you the next day. You can't do anything about what has already happened you know, it's the past. It's in, in so many words, it's water over the dam. So you can't do anything about the past. You cannot prevent anything in the future coming your way. You know, you could make allotments and plans and stuff, but tomorrow could bring some surprises. So the one thing that you were created to do was master your day. God created us where we deal in 24-hour segments. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to plan have aspirations, goals, dreams, and have, you know, targets for other things, inch by inch, anything's a cinch. I got that. What I am saying to you is you function best in the now because the now is the one thing that you have a say-so in. And if you can learn to ask God to give us this day our daily bread, just like the birds, birds don't have 
silos and barns and storage houses. Birds don't store food. Birds wake up every day. They sing his praises in the morning, and then they get about the day. And don't God take care of them? Well, he's made that promise to you. You hear old people singing a song, his eyes on the sparrow. I know he watches me. I didn't get that when I was growing up. I heard it. I sang it in that church, but I'm really starting to really understand that. To give us this day our daily bread, that's an important thing. And when it comes to tomorrow, to worry about tomorrow is wasted energy because there's nothing you can do about tomorrow until tomorrow gets here. Now, you can start dressing it then, but to worry about something is wasted energy because I've been learning that worry cannot produce one extra hour of life for you. By worrying, you cannot extend your life one single hour due to worry. So if you can't even by worrying do that thing that's really important, what what you worry about the rest of it for? Why would you be worried about anything else? And that's what I've been learning when it says to learn how to master time so time doesn't master you. If you lose focus of today, right now, your presence, your relationship with God right now, and you got it all tied up in your future with that wasted energy, you're going to miss some steps today. We were created as 24-hour creatures. We're in our absolute best when we are living in the moment called now. The moment your whole focus is on your future, you're going to make missteps today. The moment your whole thought process is about what happened to you in the past and how you can't get over it, that will cause you to make missteps today. And then as you make these missteps today, you keep blaming it on your past and God don't love me and God don't hear my cry. No, partner. You keep holding on to something in your past or you keep worrying about something in your future and you're not focused on the 24 precious hours that he's giving you right now. Mm. The past belongs to history. The future belongs to God. Now belongs to you. It's yours. That's why they call it the present because it is God's gift to you right now. Make better use of now. Stop worrying about the future and let go of the past. Bam. That's it. Out. Mm. Drop Close in. Remarks. Yes. Go ahead, uh, Big Dog. All right, Steve. Be gone. Profound. Master your yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So time don't master you. Hey, man, have a great weekend. Told y'all. Uh, yeah. It's coming, baby. Yeah. Be positive. Yep. All right, Steve. Thank you for that. All right. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 